Not that long ago, the Owensboro Riverfront was the last place anyone wanted to be, and its downtown was an unwelcoming front door to this river community. With its boarded-up storefronts, run-down buildings, and lifeless sidewalks, it appeared there was no saving downtown Owensboro. But within the past five years, downtown Owensboro has become a hotspot for businesses. We'll be discussing why that is and why business is booming once again in downtown Owensboro. Stay with us. This is Inquire. From the Messenger Inquirer, I'm Don Wilkins, and joining me is veteran Messenger Inquirer reporter Keith Lawrence, who covers business for the Messenger Inquirer. And this is part two of our two-part discussion about downtown Owensboro's rebirth. In last week's episode, we discussed Smothers Park and how it was transformed the riverfront into a destination point. And a side effect is that it has brought back businesses to downtown and lured one major employer. Keith, can you put into words how dead downtown commerce was before Smothers Park and the revitalization took place? Well, it was really at its lowest point back in the 1980s. Town Square Mall opened in 1977 or 78, and most of the downtown businesses either went out there or went out of business. And they began revitalizing it about 1990 with the River Park Center, the new Judicial Center, things like that, but it kind of efforts tailed off in the 90s and through the first part of this century until uh, 2009, I guess it was, when city and county imposed an insurance tax to raise the money to rebuild Smothers Park. Since then, there's been about $140 million spent by the government, state, county, federal, city, about that much by private developers downtown. It got pretty bleak downtown, as I recall. It was mainly, what, lawyers' offices and just mainly, I guess you would call it just office people down there, not really any sign of commercialism or anything like that going on downtown? There were a few boutiques, not any major retail, no national chains or anything. They had all moved out. And it's almost like night and day, really, when you go downtown now. A selling point to this has been using public dollars to attract private investments what has been the comparison between the public and private dollars spent downtown? I think now they're pretty close to equal, about $140 million each. Prices change. You know, they'll tell you it's going to cost this much, but it ends up costing more or less than that. They're expecting another $114 million or something like that and more private money downtown over the next few years. So who are the main investors downtown? Larry and Rosemary Condor about 10 years ago started buying buildings downtown. I think they have five that they bought and one they built. They kind of started the revival downtown. Since then, Jack Wells and Matt Hayden have jumped in and bought up several pieces of property. They're building the uh, Enclave restaurant and condo complex there, first in Veterans Boulevard and Frederica Street. They did the Elorica building. They're playing a hotel, and uh, they've got another two-story residential office and commercial building that they're planning in front of the Holiday Inn and the condo tower to the west of that. Probably something else I can't remember. Malcolm Bryant built the Hampton Inn and Suites. The Jagos and Terry Woodward are planning a um, retail condo office complex where the American Legion used to be on Veterans Boulevard. I wouldn't be going out on limb here to say that Matt Hayden and Jack Wills have been the two primary investors downtown, correct? Uh, that, I think that'd be correct, yes. Yeah, all right. So how many businesses approximately have come about uh, you know, since the last five years? Well, some have come and some have gone. Other than the Alorica project downtown, most of them are boutiques, I think. 
And then you have, of course, the eateries, the the restaurants that have come about. You have the Mellow Mushroom. Another Broken Egg over in the Holiday Inn, the Lure over in the Hampton Inn. Yeah, Feta Pizza. Feta. So, I mean, there are, there are other businesses coming in and, and starting out. Now, with that, it, prices have gone up too, right, I mean, as far as real estate? The real estate prices have really jumped in the last two to three years. Most of them are selling for maybe double what they're assessed at for tax purposes. Of course, so, next year they'll be reassessed. And so do you, do you think that will slow down any investments down there as far as you know mom-and-pop places or anything like that? It's going to drive up taxes downtown with the new property values. There's a lot of speculation, I think, now. People think downtown's going to continue to get bigger and better, and they want to get in on it, and so they're paying more money for buildings. We've kind of already gone into this question as far as what types of businesses. So we have the restaurants, some retail, and I guess still a lot of lawyers' offices down there because that's where the uh, judicial building is, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, then now, you know, now you have the Bluegrass Museum, and you mentioned the Enclave that's under construction, and they're supposed to include new businesses. Can you tell us what to expect from those additions? The Enclave is supposed to have three restaurants on the first floor, and the condos second, third, and fourth. Bluegrass Museum's trying to get a restaurant on the third floor. There's a new Bar Louie going into the Elorica building on the first floor. There's supposed to be a restaurant, I think, with a new hotel. I think there are a couple of other restaurants down there that they're talking about downtown. Now, we're going, we're going to get into the Elorica aspect of it here in our next segment, and because that was a major announcement uh, whenever it was announced uh, last year. So we'll get into that here on Inquire. It was a year ago this month at Alorica, a customer service inquiry, center, announced they like would create more than 800 right, jobs in downtown show. Owensboro. It's converting the old BB&T building to accommodate its workforce. <laughs> and on the bottom floor, a restaurant called Bar Louie, which we've already mentioned, will be added as well. Keith, how much of an influence did the downtown riverfront have on the company's decision to locate here? Their point person came here to look at the old Texas gas building, which has plenty of parking and four floors, I think. But he stayed all night downtown, and he walked around and looked at what all was going on. And Jack Wells and Matt Hayden had bought the BB&T building a few months before that, and they showed him a drawing of what it would look like today. And that persuaded him to persuade Alorica that they wanted to be in downtown. And now he wanted initially to look at the Texas gas building, right? Yes. And it looks like we may we may have... I don't know how much you know about the school system, you know, and, and, and do they? Do you know if they have any, you know, real investors for that building? Back in January, they asked for a re- requests for proposals and got two. Last week at the um, city school board meeting, they declared the Texas Cash Building surplus property and authorized uh, Superintendent Nick Brake to negotiate with the uh, the company. I can't say low bidders or high bidders because they weren't really taking bids but the company that they selected so we've got the bbnt one sold and possibly the texas gas building also possibly up back on the tax rolls right that's hoped for anyway <laughs> all right <laughs> and what are the incentives for loca for locating here the city agreed to pay them a million and a half over six years and the county's going to give them three hundred thousand over five years so have the city and county officials predicted the economic impact of having that many employees downtown 
Ed Ray, the assistant city manager, says that over the next 20 years, he expects Alorca to have a $4 billion impact on downtown and expects employment to grow from 840 to 1500 Now, people already complain about having a place to park downtown. Now, you add that many employees downtown, where are they going to put them all? Well, right now, they're talking about building a parking garage next year to uh, help with some of that. So they're going to need two parking garages. Well, they, they're going to attach it to the, or put it right beside the Second Street parking garages there now. But part of that's for the hotel and the apartments that are going to be across from the convention center. So, any new businesses or construction projects that are on the horizon, other than what we've discussed? I would, I would imagine there are, but uh, they have nothing else has been announced. Well, the parking garage. I don't think we mentioned that. Well, hopefully we'll have much to see. And, of course, like we mentioned, the the Bluegrass Museum and the Enclave, uh, they're getting really close to being finished. And so we're going to look forward to what they bring to us downtown. And so that will wrap up our show for this week. And I want to thank Mr. Inquiry reporter Keith Lawrence for joining me. To send us questions or to provide feedback, email us at newscast at messenger-inquiry.com. Remember, you can find us on the Messenger Inquirer's website, its mobile app, and iTunes, where you can subscribe to Inquire. Until next time, I'm Don Wilkins saying good day for Inquire.